be completely sure of himself, and because, as a rule, the outcome was of little importance to her, she acquiesced without bothering to state her views. Where Charles's principles were involved, there wasn't any use in trying to make him see her angle. So it had been easier to give way and see him happy and as much in love with her as the average woman expects her husband to be. Perhaps, she thought dreamily as she stared into the glowing fire, she had always felt a little guilty about Charles, marrying him. He had known, of course, that he was not the first man in her life, the first love. She had told him openly, even proudly, about the glorious six months which had constituted her life with Robert. She had not been married to him, Somehow, marriage had not seemed necessary in those crazy, dangerous, live-by-the-minute days of the war. Bob had been a fighter pilot, twenty-two years old. She had been a WAF driver, twenty-one years old. Two days after they had met at a camp dance, they had openly avowed their love for one another. Within a week, Bryony had given with her whole heart the body that had, after all, been so willing to lose its innocence and which brought him such comfort in the long hours of the night when he had not been flying, and when, without her, he had relived in nightmares the terror and horror and fear which never by word, deed, or expression had he shown in the day. Of course, he had been killed. Both of them had known it was practically inevitable. That was one of the reasons she had discarded convention and upbringing and had lived only for love, for Bob. Afterwards, she had flung herself into a whirl of gaiety, activity, work, dances, parties, anything to help her forget. She burnt the candle at both ends until she was utterly exhausted. Then, she had met Charles, ten years older than herself, a major in the army, and Charles had fallen in love with her. There had been immense comfort in the calm ordinariness of Charles, He was like a character in a book, never variating from his basic self, never out of character. Bryony could remember her mother, who so seldom spoke seriously to her these days, for they had lost touch in the war and never really regained the intimacy of their earlier relationship, saying one night after she had become engaged to Charles, "'Darling, don't you think this might be a mistake?' Charles is very nice, very eligible, and will no doubt make someone a good husband, but not you, Bryony. You're impulsive, impetuous, emotional. It's the French blood from your father's side, I expect. Charles is very, very English. Don't you think, dear, that you haven't a great deal in common? Not the way you and... Bob... Bryony had spoken his name to her mother for the first time since Bob had died over a year ago. That's just it, Mummy. There never would or could be another Bob. Charles is Bob's opposite, as he is mine. We shall compliment one another. Charles will calm me down, keep me safe. That's what I want more than anything, Mummy, to be safe. I'm tired of chasing life. I want to relax and be quiet and domesticated and... And normal. Of course, darling, now, 
But later on, when you've had time to rest, you'll want to be yourself again. Do you really love Charles? For a brief moment, Bryony hesitated. Yes, I do. Not the way I loved Bob. That could never happen twice in a lifetime. But in a different way. I think one never loves anyone or anything the same way. Do you, Mother? This is different. I respect Charles enormously, and I know he loves me. I can make him happy. I believe that. But can he make you happy? And Branny, can you be happy if you are not yourself? Can anyone? After a little while, when you become yourself again, it won't be so easy to make Charles happy either. Mummy, I don't know what you're talking about. What is myself? Aren't I myself now? If I've changed, it's because life...